Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the cave. back after two months of uh, kind of a little bit of a vacation, kind of away with uh, no high school sports to report on. Here with Sean Boley, um, my co-host, also my boss. He makes me point that out every time. But we're back. First day of high school football. First day of high school football is done. It's Monday, late evening. We're in here in the cave Preparing for the temp cave, preparing for high school football. Sean, I'm going to give you this really hard journalism question that everybody asks. But how does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? It's another season, man. It's great. I'm I'm thrilled. I can't wait for football. I feel like it's been longer than eight months. I feel like it's been forever since we last... uh, Saw the uh, the kids running around the gridiron, throwing the old pigskin around, and winning state championships in the snow and the craziness and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm I excited. Mean, I, yeah, every year, you know, you get a real, little reinvigorated by the uh, you know at the end of the spring season, you're you're pretty much like kind of done with it. You're yeah. like as a reporter, I don't know, you, you've gone, you've done three seasons back to back to back to back. Uh, you're exhausted, just like coaches and kids play. Uh, you're exhausted. You're ready for graduation. You're done. Yeah. But then, you know, if you get a you get a couple days off or a couple days, a couple weeks off, you get yourself a vacation, hopefully you get yourself sunny, which I didn't do. Yeah, I I burn. I don't I don't tan. I right. burn. Yeah. And then uh then you just start getting ready for the the next slog and you know, it, it's like a lot of what a lot of the coaches were saying, it's, it's Christmas in August. Yeah, speaking of Christmas, it's Christmas for us too. But uh, the last time we saw everybody, baseball championships were wrapping up. Um, softball championships, lacrosse, you know, we saw an unbelievable uh, upset. Ridgefield beating Darianne yeah. in boys lacrosse. Uh, Cheshire knocked off Ridgefield one nothing in an unbelievable baseball it, championship It was a fine, it was a fine spring. season. Yes, it was. But I think everybody was ready for a nice little time off. Now we're back, and the last time we saw football, Darianne knocked off Greenwich yeah. to win uh, the double L title. Hand beat Mashick to win L. Killingly, the only undefeated team in the state, knocked off Joel Barlow to win the end title and probably the game of championship weekend. So St. Joe's and Ansonia go shot for shot against each other. Yeah, pretty and, much. And uh, in an absolute classic 42-36 St. Joseph win. Now, obviously, we're here to talk about football. And there's well, a lot to talk about. Right. Well, you know what? This is always funny for me. At the end of each football season, it's really strange getting back into the season because at the end of the last season, like, you know what, you, as reporters, you're supposed to know everything about that point. You know, you're supposed to know all the good stories, all the kids, who the best players are. And then you get into basketball, and then you get into baseball and softball and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And 
and then you get into August and you're like start to, start to pick up your football stuff again. And you're like, huh? Uh, I don't know who anybody. Is yeah, no, absolutely. Forget. I'm looking at some of the some of the surveys that have already been turned in. I'm like, oh, who who is that again? But uh, speaking of that, any coaches who are listening, if you have not received your uh, an email from us, reach out to us, uh, either Sean or myself, and we will get you that. You can send it in and let us know uh, what you guys are looking at this season. Right. So we have a lot in store for the 2018 high school football season. I mean, if you could see the grin on Pete's face right now as we <laughs> as we fiddle around with this new audio equipment. And that's the first thing you should really understand. Yes. If you listened to our podcast last year, Pete and Scott did High and Tight, which was great. And then they did uh, the what the what was it called inside the circle inside the circle for, uh, I was gonna call it the class. rise or something. But <laughs> you and Ryan did that, and it was you know it was a little tinny. It was it was definitely a an amateur yeah, you podcast. Could, you could you could get the feeling that we were we had one mic uh, at the center of the table and right. we just talked. Yeah, and they, the pictures you could see the pictures that. Yeah. However, and now, now this is, this is now it's, oh, it's like we're in the Taj Mahal now. <laughs> oh my God, my hands are free. We oh. each have our own mic, right? And we got um, two more. We got to set yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, we this is. I mean, this is just the beginning of uh, what we really have in store for this season. Uh, we're talking football, weekly football podcast, um, maybe more. You know, we're going to yeah. start with weekly. We're going to go from there. Some in-office interviews. Yeah, uh, bring some of the best players in the state in. Some coaches who we love to talk to. Uh, get them in here, chat with Sean and I, and we'll bring pizza. Yeah. Because uh, we've got great pizza, pizza here. And, 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 uh, New Haven. We are broadcasting, by the way, live. Well, not live, but we are broadcasting from New Haven, the pizza capital of the world. Don't uh, at me. Don't at me. I'm adding you because New York's a million times nah. better. But anyway, nah, nah. so we got we got this podcast. Uh, you know, We're talking about doing other podcasts for other sports. Uh, those are definitely right. in conversation. We don't want to promise things that right. well, we're just, not 100% sure Let's just put that. it this way. Things are – wheels are in motion, Jerry. They wheels are, are in motion. They we, are. Uh, we have – you know, as if you've come to the site recently, you'll see it's a lot different than it, when we last left or last football season. So, you know, this is kind of like the mission statement. We're ready to really get this thing moving on and, and – Make game time CT everything we wanted it to be when we launched. What now? Five years ago? I can't believe yeah, it's been two thousand fall of two thousand fifteen. Thirteen was when we started. Oh, fall yeah. of two thousand and thirteen. That's, that's right. That's five years I was now. there. I was there for the launch. And how quickly you forget, Pete? How quickly I jer- forgot. How quickly I forgot. You guys forgot about me in the yeah, northwest well, corner. You guys left me up let's, there. Let's let's also welcome back Pete <laughs> Paguaga to high school football coverage at Game Time CT. The prodigal son returns. <laughs> he jumped ship, got the heck out of Dodge, and made his way around the state, hitting all the little stories and every, finding little nuggets here and there and honing his journalistic integrity. Not integrity, his journalistic skills. <laughs> I can't even speak. But he's, and, and finally, he returns to bring all that accumulated knowledge back to the mothership. Yes, it is great to be back. Uh, obviously, I came back in March uh, for the Winter Championships, and we had the spring season, and we kind of hit the ground running with a lot of different things, and, you know, we're totally planning on continuing that come the fall. Um, you know, and all the schools that I have covered before, uh, you know, obviously, lastly, in Meriden, in Wallingford, Southington, Cheshire, like, 
we're going to be covering you guys still. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to go see Platt week one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, opening night. So you got to stay true to your roots. I got to stay and true they... to my roots. And I might even, I made a trip up to Torrington. So, I mean, I'm going back to everywhere. That's exciting. Uh, <laughs> really exciting. But, a little, yeah, but let's, let's, all right. Let's yeah, talk let's, a little. Let's le- talk a little, little less about us. Let's talk more football. Obviously, the season started today. Well. A uh, bunch of, well, the pr- practices for a handful of teams. five days of conditioning. Yeah. To those who don't know, here we go. It's, Teams that did not run spring practice in the spring, or back in June, actually, they get extra five days in the fall to get ready for the season. So those teams that did not run spring, they go today, they have to condition for five days, then it's right to the pads. I mean, you see pictures out there, kids have got their helmets on and all that stuff, but no pads, no contact of any kind allowed. And then we get into the real, you know, the real meat of the of practice. Meanwhile, the teams that did run spring, they don't start until Friday, so they'll be getting out there. And then everybody will be one big happy family. Every single team in the state will get going. And the first scrimmage, I believe, I think you need three days of practice and pads before you have a first scrimmage. I think the first scrimmage allowed is, I want to say, the twenty seventh. Where are we even? It's even... right here on your own post that oh. you wrote yesterday. Um, it's it's oh. Monday, August 27th, first allowable scrimmage day. Right. Which, huh, that seems a little long, considering. I don't know. Whatever. That's what it said on the web, on the CIAC. I'll have to check that one out. Usually they, they've had the first scrimmages like the 18th um, or something. It, uh, sometimes the rules, they, they, they make a lot of changes, and I don't quite know. You don't quite catch them all. But that's basically the Pokemon. The of it. We're, we are. Uh, it is a uh, what? <laughs> Nothing. Pete's singing to himself. No, anyway. you said you said you got to catch them all. So um, well, we got to catch them all. But, but the, my point being is that uh, that's the that's the way you do it. You, you do five days of conditioning before you even put on pads, and then away you go. And the first uh, what? The first practices? Oh, sorry, the first games Thursday, September sixth. That's yep. about 25 days away. This is Monday the 13th. That's about 25 days away. Yep. And uh, we have three games that night. Three games. Yeah, right off the bat. Right off the bat, three games. Yeah. And obviously Platt at Farmington, five. Waterford at Ledyard, Seymour at St. Paul, all at 6, 630-ish. And and that's that'll be a nice primer. I like when they do that. I like when they have the games to whet your appetite before they go right. I don't like to jump right into Friday. I no, was like to jumping have those into Friday, games. it's like dive, jumping into the deep end of the pool. Yeah. And if you're like me and you can't swim, that's dangerous. <laughs> I'm more of a I like floats. I like just kind of hanging there. Pete doggy paddles uh, back to <laughs> no, I just I just lay on my back and hope and hope it takes me the right way. But uh Right. So so here we go. So now we're <laughs> we're, we're getting ready. We're all fired up. Um only not it's it wasn't a really crazy off season. No, it was just, just went by really fast. Oh my god! I guess, like I feel like championships ended. Um, you know, the, obviously the travelers came into town, and then it was like smooth sailing the rest of the way until a couple of weeks ago. We got we got together, we put together the survey, and started uh, sending them out last week. And you yeah. know, we've already had forty, over That's, forty, been sent great. back, which, which is thank an you awesome everybody. Start. So shout out to the coaches. Shout yeah. out to Eo Smith. Being the first one, Coach Kelly. Yep. Uh, Panthers were the first Relevant. team. <laughs> they were the first team to send it in. And, you know, all the other coaches are sending in. We're working on them. We're spreading them out uh, to our entire team. We have a pretty big team this year, and uh, I think that's really going to enhance our coverage. Yeah. No, I can't wait. I'm fired up. Um, 
what else can we tell you about what's going on? Uh, you know, we got the practices. Obviously, you know, we're gonna we have a bunch of ideas uh, for what we want to do this fall yeah. in terms of stories, uh, videos that we want to work on, uh, some consistent content like this podcast. There's gonna be again, there's other stuff in the works, but we don't want to say anything just in case. <laughs> Nothing's set in stone. Nothing is set in stone, but this podcast. We're gonna be yeah. Well, this is gonna be a thing. We're just. This is the pod with no name at this point. Yeah, this is like the this isn't gonna count for episode one, but right. like, you know, twenty years zero. from now when everyone's like, Hey, remember those guys who had that podcast? This is like the yeah, lost this episode. This is the lost episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the lost pilot ep- this is the pilot Yeah, absolutely. This is the pilot that they throw out and send right. to another network. Right, and they'll be looking back at like, <laughs> man, they, they had Pete for season for the first for the pilot and then he didn't show up the rest of the year. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> I hope not. But uh, uh, just get all right. Let's get back to football here. So all right. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of changes as far as football. No, concerned. I, there was. Look, you know, you, uh, Sean posted his uh, hooray. It's the first day uh, post, and uh, you know, it's got all the schools who who started practice this week. Dates to remember. Uh, the success modifier obviously was something that was. Uh, it's always um, that's always up for debate. That's always up for controversy. Um, right. You know, everybody's claiming, how does an Ansonia move up? Right. You know, every year St. Joe's gets moved up, and it feels like, and I don't think anyone would disagree with Coach uh, Joe when you spoke to him. It's like, it feels like this is, like, kind of based around St. Joe's. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people would argue with him. But it always is, you know, and then it's always up for controversy and debate. And then, you know, we get what we've always wanted, at least in recent years. We got New Canaan in double L. And yeah, I for that, one am so. Oh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "All right, there let's get go. the season going." Now I we're need, talking. I need to see Drew Pine, Jack Stewart, uh, all those guys in Class Double L. I know they're going to play Darian at the end of the year for Thanksgiving, like they always do. But you give me the two of them playing in the Double L Finals again, or not again? Me them playing in the Double L Finals against each other. I mean, can anybody want anything more? No, that, that look, New Canaan, New Canaan. Uh, used to beat Darianne regularly in the first half of this decade. In the last three years, it's been, or four, well, as far as, like, the rivalry on Thanksgiving yeah. goes. Uh, Duquesne finally broke the spell last year, although, you know, you could argue that, you know, Darianne wasn't quite at its best. Yeah, they weren't at full strength. Right. Uh, they they had some issues they had to yeah. deal with all throughout the last season, as we all know. But they did win their third straight championship and their third straight n- number one ranking in the – Game time CT top ten poll. Yep. Um, now they're back. It's like it's like Jurassic Park. Humans and dinosaurs thrown back into the mix together. It's like New Canaan and Darien finally back together again. Finally go. And uh, uh, and 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 having that, they you know that New Canaan had six hundred and seventy nine enrollment for this year. That is the absolute last number in, to be double L. If you're six. 78, you're in class L. So that's how close we were. How many times do you think the CIAC had a count? <laughs> yeah. To make sure, did we get this right? Well, I, what I think what they do is that they, they just, they put all the available teams in yeah. and then they, they they balance it out. They try and make it as equal as possible. So, yeah. I mean, it's just dependent on who left the other divisions yeah. and so on and so forth. And but, you spoke to Lou after this came out, correct? Coach Marinelli? Yeah, briefly. How was he... I knowing him, obviously you've known him a lot longer than I have, and I've met him a handful of times. I think he, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think he's excited for this. So, yeah. I think well, I think he, he, he wants. I think, and Greenwich is in Double L too. Yeah, 
You know, and we keep talking New Canaan Derry because yeah, that's a rivalry. But Greenwich, is Greenwich, the number, was in the Greenwich was number one for the majority of last year. They were in the finals, and they're bringing a lot back. You cannot sleep on. Could you imagine the Marinellis playing in the Double L finals? Oh. oh, my God. I haven't even thought of it. Like, I mean, we're going to have to do rock, paper, scissors to get to go to that game. They, <laughs> they're sick of it already. I mean, I know, especially Johnny. Yeah. He's sick. He's done with it. And a lot of people were like, all right, enough of Marinelli yeah. ball stuff. I would in five years or whatever, three years. But to play in the finals, uh, you know, when they play during the regular season, it's cute, and you're like, all right, whatever. But if they're playing in the finals... That's special. I mean, that's special. That's different. That's bragging rights forever. That's like the first time when you play your dad in basketball in the driveway and you beat him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what that is. That is. That's, you know, when when I played my dad, I beat him for the first time in Super Nintendo. We played Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. It was like the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. The time before that, he beat me and I shut the game off. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing you can't do here is shut the championship. Yeah, back. but I mean now, I mean there's so many with New Canaan into Double L that kind of really changes a lot of things and yeah. really adds a it, lot of different. Methods. You know what it does? It helps out L. It's a spot that opens. Granted, New Canaan got in last year because they went on Thanksgiving, but with New Canaan in, yes, and they lost to Massig. And shout out to Massig because they love to bring that up in our comments all the, all, fr- the all the time. Oh boy, they all love the time that. we post anything about New Canaan. Oh, you know they lost to Massig yeah. in football. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. Watch but Tommy like, Gans, so yeah. I remember. So, but when New Canaan was in, they beat Middletown, who is the number one seed. And it's like once they get in, yeah. doesn't matter where they're. Well, ranked. that was a shock them going out last year. And I, I think if Louis, uh, you know, prefers, he, he want. I think this is going to be a hungry group. Yeah, going. Into I, they the are season. talented. Oh my god! And I they mean, how many? They have four. Four. We we barely have figured out where are all the kids are going. This and they already have four commits in, in FBS. Yeah, I mean, Division One. Pine's going to Pine is a Notre junior. Dame. He's a junior. He's going to Notre Dame. But he's going to go to Notre Dame. Stewart, Jack Stewart's going to Michigan. Jack Connolly's going um, to Boston, Boston College. College. And Braden is going to... Rice. Rice. Which is not bad. So, and, oh, by the way, three of them are offensive linemen. So, like, good luck trying to get to Drew. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, I, honestly, I think... I challenge... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. If I think New Canaan should wear their home whites. Or not, I don't even know if they're home whites. They're whites. All year, and I want to see how dirty Pine's jersey is at the end of it. Oh wow, that's a that's actually a good idea. Because like, well, yeah, despite three, the fact you play on turf, about turf, these yeah, days, but that, especially three, in the three yeah. three division one uh, offensive linemen. Yeah, I, I, is this three is not one? three division one offensive linemen. Stewart, Connolly, and Braden. Is Braden the offensive lineman? I believe so. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, you might be wrong on that one. <laughs> Guys, it's been a long summer. I think it's a lot. Um, I went to uh, I went to the beach a lot. I golfed way too much. My swing is so broken. Um, but anyway, even two offensive linemen. I mean, uh, yeah, they got the two the two Connolly the Jacks. Right. They're. Uh... Well, they're they're obviously great. Yeah, and then you know, M. They're massive. You know, you know how tall they. They're both like six seven. Yeah, which is I got to. I went down to New Canaan. Usually, a high school. If you're gonna, it's like a once in a generation. Most high schools get like a six seven, three hundred pound kid. They got. They They had two, and they had and they had Lucas Niang like two years ago. He's starting at TCU. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, they're I got putting to, something in the water. There, I was right? walking. Sure. I was walking the hallways with them after they signed. We, uh, we uh, Jeff Jacobs and I went down to do a video, and uh, I was like walking the hallways with them, and like they were gigantic. I mean, I'm not really that tall myself, but they were like a foot taller than I was. Yeah, no, they're huge kids, yeah. and that's so, uh, so they clearly have um, 
I think they're the f- number one going in. But I, you know, let's not get into that yet. You know, we'll I'll, I'll, we'll save that for the first episode. Right. Um, but then you look at L. Xavier's down in L now, which I think is a pretty uh, important note. Um, and then St. Joe's gets called up to M, which I think a lot of people are like, oh, they should have never been an S. That's an argument, you know, for every yeah. day for the rest of time. Yeah. Till the CIAC figures out what the perfect formula is, which yeah, I don't think anyone will ever we, we know what the perfect formula is. I just is. feel that— By the way— Braden uh, is a outside linebacker in defense or defensive end. Oh, he doesn't play any offense. I don't think so. Uh, must be nice. Six um, two, two fifteen. Big yeah, big boy. Not, not as big as the two linemen. No, though. but I, I, might you know, take two of them to stack gets, up to reach that. Go ahead. Go ahead. St. Joe's gets brought up to M, and like you know, being in Meriden where I was last year, covering Sheen a lot, they were bringing everybody back. Yeah. They lost three seniors, yeah. two starters, and you're like. Sheen could probably, especially with Killingly, you know, they had their great class that won and graduated, and it's like, hmm, Sheen should really win M this year. Yeah. And then it's like, well, now here comes St. Yeah, Joe's, well, and like... Th- th- this is going to, this obviously causes a lot of people to kind of scratch their heads, because yeah. first of all, and I didn't even know this, that the CIAC has a school choice designation. There are, I, and I counted, I believe there are about 70... I think there are 70 schools of choice in Connecticut that play football, like 70 schools. When you think about it, when you first hear that number, you're like, oh, okay. That's about almost half. Yeah. Uh, it's a little – I think about 40% of the schools in, in that play football, CIC, are schools of choice. And you got to think about it. Well, count all the, the, you know, the magnets, the capital preps and the – you know, and the and the all the Catholic schools, the Xavier's and St. Junior, you're not going to come up with seventy. So, where are these other schools coming from? And then you realize that they are counting every little program or just about uh, at your school. So, Killingly, which has a VOAG program, uh, they get classic, and they have more. And, and the designation is more than I think twenty five or more kids. If you if your school takes twenty five or more kids from out, out of your district because of a you know VOAG program or something like that then you need to then you're, you're then you're a, a school choice so now you're talking about Killingly which won a state championship last year being called a school choice they were supposed to drop the S yeah but now that they're now that they're still now they're still an M because of this and St. Joseph was the only other school that was affected because it's a, it's a, it's a success modifier yeah I so feel like they every won a state year, championship. I feel like every year since I've been in Connecticut covering high school football, they were the first high school championship game I covered. What that, 15 uh, or 13? 2013. 13. Yeah. Uh, they won, and I feel like they're in the championship every year. So. Well, they have been <laughs> in the championship basically every year since you've been here. Yeah. Um, you know, and there were a few years before that with Tyler Medikavich that kind of broke the mold, really. Yeah. Because um, uh, it had been, been decades almost. That you know, Joe D. Joe Delavecchia had never you know been to a state championship game, much less you know won one. Well, I, was I would have never that. known until yeah, you said I know, you know, because the, my entire Connecticut livelihood has just been St. Joe's this, and championships. Yeah, this decade, the last ten years have been an absolute boom to St. Joe, and they ever since they've changed up their you know their offense and and they got Tyler Matakevich, and you just needed that one kid, and oh, everyone wants to play for St. Joe, and they win championships. And they got, they got a really nice jersey. You could argue, though, do they belong in Class M or S? Uh, you know, we can sit here, and we can go, we can do 800 shows on this, and Joe's comment to us, or to me, 
uh, when we first wrote about that was, you know, well, I think everybody is a, is a school of choice, which sounds ridiculous when you first think about it, but he has a point. He has a very good point. I mean, there are people screaming about other schools. Where would they get this kid from here? And this kid goes to Hillhouse. This kid goes to Ansonia. And, and I think he's right in the sense that people, if they want to go play for a great program, they want to move to Madison, they want to move, they want to go places, they're going to do it. And you're not, and it's harder. If you want to go, but if you want to go play, you, you can either pay, you can either find yourself an address or move to town legitimately. Yep. Or somehow get, you know, in there. So there are ways that the best players find their ways to get to yeah. other programs. I mean, I don't think, though, for a school. I mean, I went to a. a it's Catholic much easier for St. Joe, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, I went to a Catholic high school myself and I chose to go there. Uh, my parents actually chose to send me there. But, I, yes, they have small numbers. You know, they only have 140 boys go to that school, but they're yeah. not. They're not the same. They're not the same as the Berkshire League schools in Class S that I covered for a couple of years and, and those true Class S schools. But, again, like you said, we could do eight shows about this, and yeah. uh, I'm sure we will at one point. Right. One well. of the other things, um, Sean posted, finally, finally, with all the commenters clamoring for it all summer, Sean finally posted the coaching carousel, <laughs> which is a commenter favorite on Game oh, Time CT. Big, big favorite. Um, this is actually really interesting. So there were 23 changes uh, coaching changes throughout the state. Seven in the SEC, 40% yeah. of the coaches. 17 teams. Seven teams, new coaches. Obviously, most notably, March Patricio uh, left Staples to take the job at his alma mater, Trumbull. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one that's and something that we've spoken about at length, how long it took some of these schools to fill the voids. You know, what... Why Stables aren't took forever Stables before took forever. They, they got Phil Treglia from you know from uh, Archbishop Stepanak, which is a great program. Yeah, uh, and then you know you just look at Wilton. I mean Bruce Cunningham, uh, he left. Uh, AJ Albano and McMahon left. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of movement in the FCA. Danbury, August Danbury, yep. takes over. He comes another New York guy. He comes from the, the Bronx. New York. Yeah, he did a nice job down there. Um, so it was a lot of turnover in the FCA. Yeah. How about Bridgeport? Though Bridgeport had three three head coaches change hands out of four schools, which but, but this isn't anywhere near like a few years ago when it was uh, like thirty three, thirty four, something like that. Crazy number of, of changes, and it, it is, as we've seen with a lot of these changes, it's getting harder and harder and harder to stay as a high school coach, not just football. But it's yeah. getting harder and harder to be a yeah. high school coach now. Absolutely. And, and you see the over what's going on over at Seymour, yeah. which we don't know what is exactly going on. So, But the head coach, Tom Lennon, is suspended on leave. And they, you know, Steve George, the old new coach who lives in Seymour, comes in. And, you know, it's, it's just an awkward situation. We were there, uh, we were there at the – or Doug Bonjour and I were at Seymour when they introduced him, and it was – it seemed like a normal. Everyone had a happy face. Oh, we're you know we're happy. We're gonna have a season, but it was just bizarre. It just felt weird, yeah. you know. It felt weird being there and, and you know just seeing all how that all went down. And we don't know what happened there yet. So hopefully they figure that out. And uh, you know hopefully I think every, everybody's okay and there's nothing horrendous that happened. But um, so but it is harder to. Uh, be a high school coach nowadays. That's I mean, what you kind of see. You can't. I mean, look, none of these guys get paid nearly enough. 
to do no, uh, for exactly. the time that they give up. Uh, and this coach is in all sports. You know, for the time that the coaches give up, time away from family, uh, extracurricular time with from their regular jobs, and you know they put up with a lot of criticism. Um, you know, and especially someplace like Connecticut, where you know I grew up in New York, and we did not have this kind of high school sports coverage. So, like at like maybe some of the bigger schools, like I'm sure, Mars Patricio's games at Staples have been every game has been covered for like 20 years. You yeah. know, and to have that that spotlight on you and, and you know these the people and you know no one not singling out anyone specifically but you know you open yourself to a lot of criticism when there is all this news coverage right. and, and and you know people know you know what's going on and it, it was it was sad to see I mean I you know I got to cover Mars for a year uh, when I was down in Norwalk and uh, I mean he was one of the best coaches that you know, he, he got it. He, like, understood our jobs, and, you know, he always made it as easy as possible for us to do our jobs. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited for him to be back at his alma mater. It's a, there's always something special about going home. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, uh, home is where the heart is, as they right. say. That is right. And that's, so that's a big, that was a big change, and, you know, we saw a bunch of other guys uh, across the state. It wasn't a, a, a – there were some shockers. You know, Craig Bruno going to Amity and – I mean, who else? You know, Scott Benoit coming back. He's the head coach at East Haven. He's coming back. Derek um, Lewis got another Derek job. Lewis, he's at Bridgeport Central second, now. Yeah, he, he was the a West Haven, years ago. West Haven uh, player, like former West Haven great. Yeah, former West Haven uh, All American at uh, Southern Connecticut. That's right. Go um, Owls, baby! Hoot hoot! <laughs> whoop, whoop. But uh, you know, and that, so that there wasn't a ton, but there were some significant. And that that'll be that'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see I'd how love to this. See how Mars does it at Trumbull. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to see how Craig does at Amity because Amity is one of the biggest schools in the state. Yeah, they just have bodies and they have struggled. Right, and I can tell you why because I was a graduate. I, I'm from Woodbridge. Um, it's just not a football town. Yeah, and that's gonna be hard to revert. It's a baseball town. You know oh, it that. definitely is a baseball town. <laughs> Sal does an absolutely unbelievable job. And it, you know, it's not even a basketball town, but the basketball team went to the Division Two state championship, yeah, so I'm that saying, was. So if have. they can do it in basketball, maybe Craig can do. It. I mean, listen, Craig's got a proven track record. Yep. I mean, albeit Benell, a little bit different place than Bethany Woodbridge Orange, but Craig's got a proven track track record. I mean, even Naugatuck, they uh, they went to the playoffs. Right, he did well there. With uh, they, Jason Bradley. He got chased out of town in Naugatuck. But let's look at his record. He was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. Yep. So that's how hard it is to be a coach. Like, oh, even yeah. when you win, you, you don't do even it. Even when you win, you lose. Right. And it's like almost not worth it. And I, you know, and that's, that's, I'm not to get back on this. Yeah. Game. That's just, that's the biggest disappointment um, over the last 20 years for me. That, that, that. Also wanted to shout out another coaching change. Our friend, friend of the program. Uh, I went to college with him. You covered him when he was in high school. Oh, yeah. uh, jo- Joey DeVellis. Joey. Joey, uh, Joey jo- again, fr- a friend of the program. Joey and I knew each other in college. Yeah. Uh, we actually played intramural football against each other for a couple of years, and uh, he's taken over at yeah. uh, West Hill. He was right. the coordinator there yeah. for the last couple of years, and uh, he's got the head coaching job. I'm really excited for Joey. I, you know, obviously, you wish him the best, but I'm really excited to see what he can do there. Right. Good luck, Joe. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as like you know, players, there's but, a lot of good. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, good, of good talent coming back. We we had talked about it um, the other day. Uh, the you know we're just looking at the all state team from this past season that you put together, Sean. There are so many, 
so many kids who are coming back who are talented. I mean, you look at the quarterback right off the bat. I mean, David Summers. And we've talked about him a lot this offseason. Mm-hmm. He committed to Maryland. Did he? Uh, he? He made his commitment to Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. He made his commitment to Maryland. Right. Well, Doug, Doug Bonjour did the story. Yes, it was I on remember, our website. It was on our website. It was on, website. It was, it was yeah, on your website that yeah, you I run. That you're the executive I producer forgot. of. Okay. I forgot whether we did it or. <laughs> well, well so I mean, we got we got. That's TBA though. He he's not going there yet. Yeah, he's mean, only he's only he's going to be a senior. Uh, unbelievable some, season. They have some issues over there in Maryland right now. So we'll <laughs> uh-huh. see if that changes anything. And then uh, obviously staying down in the FCAC, uh, Jackson Mitchell from Ridgefield. Yep. Unbelievable athlete. He got. 80 catches last year, Ridiculous. close to 1,200 yards. There's a lot of, lot of good, lot of good talent. Yeah, I mean, so Connecticut's really kind of. I mean, we I mean, having done this for almost 20 years now, which is devastating to me. <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't hear much about you know Michigan, Penn State run. I mean, Penn State a little bit. We usually just had uh, you know like a couple here and there, but uh, you know, but there's some bigger named schools that have been kind of plying the the woods of Connecticut. Uh, they've been searching high and low here and going to mostly the prep schools, but there have been plenty of uh, plenty of um, public schools. I mean, Ben Nason, look at him. Yeah. You know. I mean, and we got all the quarterbacks in the past. I mean, Will's at Penn State. Will Levis is at um, Penn State. We yeah. said Summers, Michigan. We mentioned before Drew Pine, Notre Dame. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, we get four on one team. Yeah. But um, the Avon Old Farms, what's his name? Oh, uh, Tyson Pumajan. He's going to Clemson. Clemson. Clemson, Clemson who, folks. who he, uh, yeah, Clemson's been in the, what, the last three, two out of three yeah. uh, state championships. As Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson was probably the best rookie last year in the NFL before he got hurt. Then the freshman they started last year was unbelievable. Maybe Dabo Sweeney's got a little bit of a quarterback whisper. Yeah. Like, we might see this kid playing on Sundays. But, I mean, that's I mean, those are power five. Those are power five, you know, uh, yeah. teams. I mean, yeah, we, we have UConn. Of, it's, not yeah. a, it's not a, you know, really populous state. It's three and a half million or, or so. Uh, but I think per capita, we, we do okay. We're not Texas. We're not yeah, Florida. Yeah, no, we're not Texas. We're not, we're not California. Florida. No. Nobody's you even look at TCU this year. Lucas yeah, is starting yeah, Lucas on the offense line. And Michael Collins, they're talking about might get some time. Michael Collins threw, what, 60 touchdowns this right. senior year here? right. Um, you know, this isn't – I think it's so fascinating to see all these different schools. And like you said, it's kind of – I think the days of just of just Ivy Leagues and UConn and yeah. like Boston – look at Zach Allen at Boston College. There's a lot of talk about this kid being a top first-round pick. Yeah. You know, I mean, he like, – New Canaan, jeez. Yeah, we – I know, it's a factory. I mean uh, – But like but I think, I'm sure the Darien guys are sitting there going – I mean, they had – uh, Andrew Stuber go to Michigan, but they, they, yeah. don't, they don't have quite the the roster that, that New Canaan has over yeah. the last year. As far it's as just, like, it's, recruits, but I'm sure New, 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 uh, Darien be like, well, that's great, but that, you know, where are their trophies? Yeah, where, we won exactly, right? Where, yeah, yeah where are the but, Turkey Bowl trophies? Yeah, I, but I think that Connecticut's finally getting. I, and we haven't even talked about the prep school. I mean, Tariq Black, yeah, he's at Michigan. Michigan. He started. He scored like a 50 yard touchdown his oh, first, first NFL first, game before he got hurt. Uh, his first his college football first game. Catch. Before he got hurt, I remember I was at Jay Timothy's. I was crushing down yeah, some wings, <laughs> and uh, it was week one of college football. I was there with a buddy. And all of a sudden, you see him going. I'm like, oh, that's Tariq Black. Yeah, Tariq Black. Cheshire Academy. Unbelievable. Hamden. Hamden. I mean, there's just so much talent here. I, we, and we a lot of talent graduated. I mean, you got um, 
your boy from Neil Smith, Rondell. Rondell, Rondell Bothroy. He's got Wake Forest. Came out of nowhere. Good program. Dude. He was going to, what, Temple first? And yeah. then he changed his mind. He's going to ACC now. Yeah, Wake Forest is a really and good And then, of course, the, you know, the, I think the real, I mean, we've had plenty of guys, but I think Matakevich really kind of broke things open a little bit as far as Connecticut goes. I mean, there were plenty of guys. Um, but, you know, he got, he was not well regarded coming out of high school. Yeah. He had to go prep. I think Temple it, was really the only one. I mean, I think UConn too. But I, but prep I was, it, I'm sorry, Temple was really the only one that really yeah, wanted him. And he goes there also, and he wins all these def, the top defensive awards in the, yeah. all the He's nation. a machine. He's a tackle machine. But I think, and it definitely had a lot to do with him, but I think also with the success of Steve Adazio, yeah. uh, Paul Pascaloni, all those guys from Connecticut, Don Brown's at Michigan now. Yeah. I think all these Connecticut guys who are now making their way across the country, you know, national, you know, Boston College was great last year. And, you know, Zach Allen's on that team. There's a handful of Connecticut guys who are on that team. AJ Dillon, New London. I mean, I'm already, I'm in a dynasty fantasy league for football. And, like, I'm already getting emails from guys in my league. They're like, yo, you think he might be the first overall pick in like three years in our dynasty league? Like, oh, he's a freshman. That's easy. But yeah, it's a New London guy. You know, I, I think. With all this success of all these coaches as well across, you know, the country, it's really, they're like, hey, you know, maybe we should check in in Connecticut yeah. and see uh, and see what they have. And then Harborough gets to see Ben Mason, who's just an absolute beast. Yeah. And he's like, I want that guy. We stand up well. I yeah. mean, I think there's no question we stand up well. Um, and, I mean, you know, I think per capita, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, there's some good football being played here. Especially at the prep school level, um, you know, Cheshire Academy. Now St. Thomas More this year, they're, they're the, they're kind of the, the team to beat in, in that whole, in the Neps. I guess they're the you know the, the new kids on the block type of deal. Um, but then you have you know, a team like Cho who's won what thirty nine consecutive games or something, something like that. Which is crazy. <laughs> so there's a lot of good things we are looking forward to this season. This. Uh, this little talk we have here went a little longer than 10 minutes. Yeah, what did we say? We're going to do 5, 10 minutes? Yeah, 5, 10 we're minutes. Looking, to... We're at the 38-minute mark. <laughs> if you if you stayed this far, man, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I don't know why you would, but... Uh... We'll have to try and break it up with some commercials next time, just to kind of... <laughs> this unnamed show brought to you by yeah. unnamed sponsorship. By future sponsors. <laughs> anyway... It's football season. It's football I'm season. I'm it's excited. back. And I'm excited about this gear. That's what we're really <laughs> – that's really – I'm sorry. That's really why we're doing this. Because yeah, we, we just, have this gear we wanted and to we're it. fired up about we it. We wanted to play. It was Christmas for teams. They were saying uh, on Twitter it was Christmas for Sean and I today. Yeah. Today we went out. Yeah. It was so. – uh, we went on a little binge. Yeah, a little I'm going to – AB binge. I can't believe we're like, oh, we'll do five to ten minutes. Yeah, right. Nailed it. But when you get me going on football, we get us yeah. going on about football. We it's can the, go on. It's the best sport in the high school season. Yeah, absolutely. And the goal the goal for this season, for at least for what will become the football podcast, yeah. which doesn't have a name. So if you actually have any cool names and you want to send them in, please do. And maybe, yeah. maybe we'll make a poll. Maybe. And we'll have people vote. Uh, uh, quick, quick question. Number one, who, you, who is number one going in? Number one? Yeah, uh, right now. Right one. now, and I'm I get a vote because I've actually voted the last like five years. Have you? I probably as of now, right now, if I had to put my ballot in, I would be voting number one, New Canaan. Yeah, we did that last year. We did do that last year, and St. Joe's was like, "Ha ha, just kidding." Yeah, and guess what happened? Yeah, 
Yeah, they so, did beat Darien though. That they did beat Darien, but they lost in the semifinals to Massac. I don't know if you know that. I'm sure somebody from Massac will remind <laughs> me and you to remind yes, me. Yes, absolutely. If but, I had it, it yeah. I don't know. Who would you pick? Know. You don't know. I've heard guys tell me you got to go Darien because you know what? No, but that's you can't. It wouldn't be the worst pick, but you no, can't because they've won three straight titles. Absolutely, but the majority of those players on those three state titles aren't at Darien anymore. You can't reward a team that hasn't done anything based off of what they did last year. Yeah, I've always gone about it that way, and it bit me in the rear end. I'm it, saying, it, I'm it, voting. It, it was I had new, I, w- I was all on the new candidate. All trains. aboard the Ram train. Uh, I mean, not that it needs to have a bandwagon, but I am driving it this season. Uh, well, well, we'll have to see. I mean, right now, as we head into the season, I think Darian and Double L is there. I mean, listen, it's, it's another team that's being overhauled. You know, knew this, knew that, and it, but every year they win. They're gonna not win. One of these years, they're gonna lose. But what's gonna happen is, is whoever it be this wins. Year? I don't know. Whoever wins on Thanksgiving is just gonna lose in the playoffs to them because doesn't that always happen? Yeah, yeah. Usually the team <laughs> that loses on Thanksgiving and they win the next round in the playoffs. It usually was it's usually what Kane won Thanksgiving. Darian Dan won the championship. Oh no, no. Darian won the Darian won, won the Thanksgiving, SCH. and then Buchanan would win the championship. The last time, the last oh. time they played in the, in the same playoff class was. 2014 when Zach Allen was there. Yep. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's going to be hard for me to say. I mean, I, Darian, you can't either way. Two of the best programs in the state right now. Yep. That's, everybody's chasing them. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Greenwich is yeah. close behind. I think Gren- I, I feel, I don't want to say, because we're not sleeping on Greenwich. The FCAC might have the three best teams in the state. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that might be my one, two, three. It would be New Canaan at one, and then Greenwich or Darien at two or three. I think that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, that's not going to please a lot of the other non-FCI people out there. But no. that, that, that is where we stand right now. In the, I just think that that has season. to happen. And then, you know, you got and, all the teams. And, and by the way, this is like a 10, 12, 15-year thing. Like, yeah. this dominance by Darien, New Canaan is... It's unbelievable. It's unprecedented. Like, we never was like this. No. But they've dominated. Like, it's 2018. Yeah. It's going to be And the last, like, I remember their their first big 10,000-person game down at Boyle Stadium. That was 2008. It's like the Patriots. Every year, the Patriots, something happens in the offseason. They lose a running back. They trade Richard Seymour. You know, they lose a receiver. And it's like, you know what? This is the year. This is the year the Patriots are going to take a step back. And then Brady and yeah. Belichick win 14 games and they go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's really what, what it is. You look at Darian and say, oh, but they lost this, 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 and this. And it's like, yeah, but they're going to be 9-0 on Thanksgiving going yeah. in and playing New Canaan. You can probably take that to the bank. We shall see. There are plenty of teams standing in yes. their way. As we are now, this has gone on long enough. Yes, now we're at the 42-minute mark. Oh, and just for the record, we talked about maybe the three best teams being New Canaan, Darian, and Greenwich. Yeah. And shout out to Metal Ned for uh, our friend Ned Griffin for pointing this out when the friend schedules the came out. Trumbull, Mars Patricio, welcome back to Trumbull. It's You're Petrosio. the only Patricio. You're the only one by in the way. state who has to play all three of those schools. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a great <laughs> note by Ned. I didn't get a chance to look at the schedule, and Ned picked that up immediately. That, you can't get by much. That Ned. is awful. That is so it's bad. Trial by fire. All right, Mars, oh you still God. got your fastball. Let's see yeah. it. Mars, how are the tomatoes? Yeah. All right. We will ask Mars that. We will ask Mars that. We, like we said, this podcast, we were like, yeah, maybe like we can do an hour a week when we just did 43 minutes on the fly. Yeah, I think we're going to call this podcast Two Guys Rambling. Yeah, basically. And uh, But I think we're going to – but like we said, 
We wanted to do it weekly. Reach out to us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, if you got a cool name for the show or maybe a funny name, you know, send it to us. Right. It, by the way, it'll be a lot more exciting than this. Like we're just I talking. thought this was pretty exciting. Nice. You didn't, you didn't think this was no, exciting? No, no, no. Listen, I love talking. You just football. talked to me for forty-four <laughs> minutes and you didn't have fun. I had a blast. <laughs> but what I mean is, it's going to be even more exciting. Yes, it's going to be fun. We're going to have interviews. I might bring confetti next um, time and some ooh, party favors. Yeah, nice. We're right. going to do. We're going to get some coaches and players in here for interviews. We're going to throw a little uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We're going to go live for a couple episodes, maybe. Uh, we're going to have some video clips coming out from the shows. Uh, so we're going to do a lot of different things. You know, follow us on Twitter at GameTimeCT. Follow us on Instagram at GameTimeCT. Go to Facebook. Follow so us. Guess what? GameTimeCT. Uh, head over to the website. Check out the new football post. We're going to be posting the previews very soon. There's a couple of if them in the bank ready to already. go. If you're listening to this and we haven't posted any yet, and it's after Tuesday, tweet at Sean Bowling. Yeah. And uh, tell him that Pete sent you. Yeah. But we're going to get the previews going. We got two weeks. We got how much time to – how many days until – 25 days. 25 days till kickoff, and it cannot come fast enough for Pete. I'm Sean. We'll see I'm you Sean later. Patrick Bowling. I'm Pete Fuglago. We'll catch you later.